This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And we're back with Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. Hello again. Hello. We uh, missed last week's podcast. I did For but... unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> I was... I was just chilling here all alone. Yeah. In a quiet uh, office. Kyle, part, you held down the floor. Uh, just part fine. of me wondered yeah. if I should just come in here. Uh, Ken and I were joking if I should just come in here and make it like Eric's soapbox for like I, an hour. I <laughs> actually oh, I wanted you it. to do that. And I was like, I wonder if he'll do that. And we didn't have get to have that conversation. So plan B, if unforeseen circumstances happen again and I get stomach flu from my five-year-old, please, <laughs> if one of you are here, come in and just... Do, do it by box. yourself. It'll be weird. Yeah, I It'll guess be I could have rambled about John Wick, <laughs> or or just yeah, talk about anything. You could be your own show. We you could do yeah, whatever when, you want on the on the show. Went to the really late showing of John Wick three, and it's a little bit longer than the other two. I was really tired, but I still came in the next day. It's like oh, at least I can talk about John Wick on the podcast. Yeah. But uh, I actually, now that I think about it, we haven't talked about John Wick three, nope. have we? No, because we missed last week. Oh, oh, oh what yeah, can you say? It's awesome. Right. It's, if you love John Wick, you'll know why you love John Wick, and you'll get more of it in this movie. I just hope they don't keep getting longer. Did this one feel longer to you? Well, I'm sure at yeah, 11 o'clock it, it, at a night tiny, for him. <laughs> a tiny bit. The other two were just so, so perfect, like scene for scene for scene, the yeah. transition. And then this, the Halle Berry, I loved Halle Berry, but the whole like desert section, I feel like... Could do without that's because that's what i thought too yeah yeah or at least sh- make it shorter yeah no i'm with Other you there that, yeah the movie's awesome no er- eric's right on the money with that one like it, john wick 3 just takes up another couple notches oh uh, my god the action is still incredible and it's still <laughs> like one of the best modern action movies that we've just, been seeing in quite I a while so much more every day oh exactly <laughs> and yeah it, it, if you like the first two you'll like this one but if you're just showing up i think you'll be able to still have a good time without knowing oh, yeah. too much oh, yeah. well i'll just say that third trailer for parabellum made me actually want to see john wick <laughs> movies and so i did <laughs> we didn't get to talk about this but actually feature. i actually saw the first john wick movie and i'm like this is actually really good yeah. i'm yeah. You often put off by like shoot 'em up killing movies, but no, there's a lot of shooting and a lot of killing. I don't know movies. why it didn't bother me in this one. It was just because like, yeah, so get them, get them. <laughs> it's so graceful, and you know it everything is, is everything elegant. everything is part of some very structured organization. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is not a very good organization. We find but out it's in, structured in John Wick three, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. they're no. like yeah, he's just doing his thing. Yeah, it's it's a very simple story, but somehow the simple story just keeps building upon itself and on top of that the i can't i can't stress enough the action's just some of the best you'll watch ever i saw this thing online that said john wick had killed more people on screen than jason Voorhees and mike myers those yeah, probably <laughs> i <laughs> hope that's correct kept, yeah i used to know the specific body counts of the that. first two movies he kills like 87 or something in the first one and i think he goes into like the 140s or something in the second one the third one probably has even more but I lost count. That's for sure. <laughs> you just and there's several people track. he kills that should count as like four people. Yeah, <laughs> really though. <laughs> yeah, so that that movie was great. Yeah. Well, on to this week's films. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we weren't around last week. Like I said, I got stomach flu from my five year old, so that was really fun. I was so glad I was home and not at Off the Break podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I would have missed it anyway. I yeah, was on a mini vacay, but you were. We, but that was planned. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So we got to have a contingency plan for next time. This- this happens when we're two man down eric soapbox operation eric soapbox (laughs) (laughs) so this week um we wanted to discuss our early reactions to Booksmart and aladdin because we all went to an early show last Mm -hmm. night and then one of us um, didn't want to go see brightburn take one for the team yeah (laughs) and then we have a few trailers to go over just our thoughts on some of the, some new trailers that came out mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. So let's get into it. How is Booksmart? I'm dying to know because I really wanted to see that one, but <laughs> I went and saw Aladdin. I like I like Booksmart a lot. Uh-huh. If I would to if I were to sum it up, I'd say that it it wasn't. I don't want to say it wasn't like raunchy and hilarious because there were lots of very raunchy, hilarious parts. But I'd say it's more just it's more like an honest friendship movie than mm-hmm. like a, a raunchy high school comedy movie 
Right. Like it's there's no other subplots too. Like obviously everyone's gonna compare it to, to Superbad and Superbad has like obviously the main two characters, but then there's like McLovin's side character with the the police and you know, there's a lot more just very out there funny stuff and Booksmart always has like their friendship front and center the mm-hmm. whole time. It's also a very like supportive movie, I feel like. Like no character in it is supposed to be like a bad like character. a bully yeah, or like, like there's like there's there's lot there's like the the popular cheerleader girl who they don't like at the beginning, but yeah. the writing and the movie never really paint her as like anything as yeah. a bad person there was always people even, in high school you just yeah, didn't they even like go out, not because they were of, terrible but you yeah just didn't there's like a lot em. of scenes where they go out of their way to humanize a lot of these people and i i thought that that was really nice to see it's a very wide range of different types of kids at their high school but i don't know what do you think Kyle? no i'm right there with you i enjoy this thoroughly um i agree with you like it it is centered around just a story of two high school girls who have just been best friends for years and they um, are at a point in their life where they do have to separate and go on with different things. So they uh, try to do their best to like have one more night of fun or their first night of fun, I guess as the plot goes. (laughs) But at the same time though, like it's also a big learning experience that they probably need with one another and themselves, which I also appreciated. And, And it's like you said, Eric, it's, it's not like a, high school coming of age comedy movie like expansion wise it really does center center on just one story but mm-hmm. there's just so many um great side characters that are hilarious and just out there at times but somehow are able to come back around and humanize them at the same time while the yeah. two main characters are still like human and we're growing with them and we're understanding what they're like through and through so i think juggling all of the those types of characters was really well handled by Olivia Wilde. I have to yeah. give her major props for this one. Yeah, I mean, like, that whole climactic party scene, like, that they're trying to get to for the whole movie. Um, once you kind of get... Once you get there, there are some, you know, some sad scenes and some other things when mm-hmm. what they want don't doesn't turn out. Some but, conflict. But it kind of just shows all of these kids at this high school, they're all in the same boat. All of these kids, you know, they were, maybe they didn't fully have a say in how they were perceived by other people at high school, but now they're all just kind of coming together as one big hoorah. They're like, hey, let's just wish all of each other the best of luck before we go out and sort of like re-identify ourselves. Yeah, it's never mean-spirited at all when it comes to that. It's just more of everyone kind of being in their own lane or in their own cliques kind of. But at the same time, they know like since it's the last day as you get towards the end of the movie, and especially for the main characters, there's just that communal understanding of like the last day of all this before we move on. So let's just try and embrace the most out of it. Um, Did Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Feldstein, do they have good chemistry where they, they seem to be, have really good um, comedic chops. Immediately. One of my favorite things about the movie is anybody who has like a close best friend or like a very small, tight knit group of friends has like just their own weird sense of humor that they know nobody else is going to get. But then that also adds to why they think it's so funny. Yeah. And from the very first scene, you know, they have their things and you're just like, I have no idea what they're doing, but I know that this is their thing and yeah. I love it. <laughs> like, and they do it multiple times throughout the movie. Like it's very, like very much a part of their characters. It's not mm-hmm. just like they do a random funny, super complicated handshake. And they go, at one eh? point. it's, eh? yeah, it's like, they, you know, it's, you start to pick up on like their shared mannerisms and their, just their own like language yeah yeah it's definitely relatable that's for sure like i went to see it with my best friend and he and i would just like glance at each other and be like yeah eh, it's about accurate because <laughs> we're like <laughs> yeah, oh it's she's you and she's me and yeah <laughs> that's about was right hilarious. <laughs> they, were, they were both great everybody yeah. in the movie was great especially yeah. billy lord because um i thought oh, she was yeah really that's good. who that was yeah. carrie I fisher's knew, daughter plays this really knew her face was familiar not eccentric but just as Balls to the wall, crazy. Yeah, she's, chick, she's just sort of like wonderful. This, it's she it's just amazing. keeps appearing throughout the movie, yeah. and you don't know how, but you're not really supposed. It's not supposed to make sense. She just kind of shows up yeah. and gives them 
very like drug fueled words of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> like she's just gone for the movie, but everything she says is like yeah, <laughs> putting him on the right path. Yeah, oh. so she was like the standout for me. But those two, uh, Beanie and uh, Caitlin, they really anchored this movie to oh yeah, drive home like what the message of it is. And I think it's a good message, especially for a modern coming of age movie. Yeah, because like I mean one. it's there are so many of these types of movies, but this one it's it it's a lot more nuanced that I wasn't expecting. Like, just the fact that it's so, I don't know, it's its hard to describe, but it is so supportive of all the different people in all the different types of characters in, like, a very realistic way. It doesn't try to judge any of the different types of kids or anything. It just... So, how do you think, um, do you think it'll be hurt or helped by its rated rating? It's a, it's rated R. <laughs> um, so, is there an I audience for that? I mean, we're going into summer. It's tough I for don't think ours. It, it's not the rating that's going to be the issue. I just think it's the appeal. Well, it's yeah. just a smaller, like, more, I wouldn't even say it's artsy, but people are going to think of it as kind of it's an artsy. It's got yeah. an artsy quality um, An artsy it. look to it, yeah. kind of, yeah. I can see where... I mean, it's well People done. People come from with that. <laughs> yeah. But like I said <laughs> earlier, it's just well it, done. <laughs> I feel like in the summertime, especially a lot of times, you come what people see just comes down to the basic idea of what the movie is uh-huh. and the idea of two friends trying to party one last time before high school is over. People have heard that idea. It doesn't sound as crazy as like describing like Spider-Man fighting Mysterio in Europe. Right. People are like, whoa, that's, that sounds crazy. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's just, I don't think it'll be huge, but I think it'll, I hope it has like strong word of mouth. Yeah. And yeah. people well, actually got, slowly come in and it's gotten try excellent and watch reviews it. On yeah. Oh yeah. And you can, the review you can, sites, you can so. definitely see why they're well warranted. I, I am, I am happy to see that the studio is really pushing out the marketing for this. Uh-huh. I've noticed in the last week cause uh, they're a smaller studio and usually they probably don't have like just the marketing budget to be able to really give the, right. some movies a really big push, which is unfortunate, but that's just sometimes how it goes. But this one I've noticed they've been really making sure like this one gets pushed out because they, they do have confidence in this and they believe in it, but it's just a matter of will will that still drive people to go see yeah. it? And I'm not, and I'm still not quite sure despite how big the marketing push is. Well, it'd be interesting to see. I, from the moment I saw that first trailer, I was like, I need to see this movie. So I'm yeah. going to try to find some time this weekend to go to it. The adult characters. I'm just sitting here thinking about like Jason Sudeikis and like oh, her yeah. parents. And, I don't know. There's just so many little enjoyable things in this movie. Yeah. Nice. They're hilarious. Caitlin's character played, uh, her parents are played by Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte and they're just <laughs> the best. They're so funny. Yeah. They're in it very short for like two scenes, but uh-huh. it's all you there. Yeah. They need. make the most of it, though. Every different character, whenever they're on screen, you love watching them. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. That it, sounds like it's so good. I just really want to see it. I just like those small pictures that mm-hmm. are just so unique, so I can't wait to and check I love that one just, out. <laughs> yeah, I love just hearing like, the hilarious, just like random very very personal conversations that you can have with like your best friend but hearing it from like <laughs> like the female perspective with yeah. their their close talks yeah, it was it was great it was hilarious well none of us saw brightburn unfortunately so <laughs> we can't to. speak yeah. maybe, to that maybe one we'll get around to you. hoping just, to by monday i don't think i'm gonna see it and only because i don't like the idea of an evil child um he's still like this like 10 or 12 year old boy that's yeah i just i don't like it so i'm not gonna see it but i hope you guys see it and we can discuss it next week yeah i'm I'm hoping to at least by sunday or monday for sure and hopefully i'll have some feedback for you yeah no evil children movies for me (laughs) tell us about aladdin so i saw aladdin last night at super late at night and it was very bright and colorful the music is all good they have like one new song in it which is fine but i just like got that nostalgic feeling for hearing all the old songs. That's I just they love get them. So get um, just a quick rundown on it. Uh, Will Smith as Genie was great. Like I actually really enjoyed him. He makes Genie his own character. So I didn't think, oh, I miss Robin Williams at all. It really is just this kind of separate character. He has probably just as much energy as Robin Williams had brought to the character before. So hmm. that helps. Um, and there is, and he has really good chemistry with 
with the lead who plays Aladdin that um, there's a camaraderie there and they mm-hmm. have some really funny like one-liners off of each other like they play off each other really really well in some scenes and that was I mean I laughed out loud so I really enjoyed that um, I thought it was well casted Jasmine was great um, the guy, the guy who played Aladdin is great um, I'm trying to look at his Jafar. name now. I believe it's Minamusard, but I'm, I'm not, not sure gonna, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not so I apologize. Because you know me, I can't. I'm gonna. Can't I'll try and look up the pronunciation correctly. for it. Yeah, that's, um, his, that's his name. So Jafar was. <laughs> I struggle with it. He was good. Like he was a dark, scary character, which is what you want in the villain. I thought his youth worked against him a little bit. Like they made the character younger. Um, because you're just kind of like how you're so young how could you be in a position to be the second and the king's most trusted advisor that's how it works i so i felt that was kind of hard too um doesn't it make it easier though because isn't the story that he's trying to make jasmine fall in love with a bratty spoiled little child but if it's oh it's different this time different oh okay then never mind i won't ask what it is then no, it's, uh, it's not, not a big, big spoiler. Deal. He just totally wants power. He wants to be sultan. He wants complete control. He wants nothing to do with Jasmine. He often tells her, you should be seen and not heard. And that leads to her own musical number about, I will not be silenced. Oh, so, the speechless song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. the speechless song. Is that from the original one? No, no, no. that's the new song. Okay. Um, and it's it good. pretty good, she, though. Yeah, it, the music is great in it. And mm-hmm. even Will Smith rapping... You've never had a friend like me is good oh because there's enough background music that it reminds you of the feel of the old one. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was all pretty. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. So where does it rank in the live action Disney well, remake? Re- like I thought that the music was better and that the characters seeming were better than Beauty and the Beast. Because let's face it, Emma Watson can just she can't no, sing. She was trying. She just can't <laughs> sing, and they, I think, got, and Beauty and the Beast got hurt by her lack of vocal talent on that. But um, now looking back over it didn't, all, got hurt, don't you think? Yeah, I didn't just, it make one of the lots of money. Oh no, I meant like, oh, if when you're looking back over all the quality of them, if oh, I got to compare, okay, sure, sure, the scening done in Aladdin to the scening done. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, and so I think Aladdin's scene was better. I think. Um, when I was leaving, some people commented that they thought Beauty and the Beast was better over do- overall. Um, I don't know how much of that just has to do with how many people prefer the original right, exactly. Beauty and the Beast to the original Aladdin. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. too. Because Beauty and the Beast, is, uh, along with The Lion King, it's like the most popular right. animated Disney film. It, yeah. So I, I, um, I thought it was it was good. I haven't seen Cinderella, so I can't. Cinderella's I've really good. Seen, I've seen Cinderella. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, so right. oh, I think you that like one is it, Cody. I, yeah. I would check. The, I would check that one out. I should. I uh, should see that one. I just didn't. I haven't seen any of the Alice in Wonderland. I never really liked the first, the original Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah, but the, it, it makes it better. Does it make it? <laughs> yeah, it better? does make it better. That that one's definitely like an older type of story too. Yeah. So that warrants kind of a remake, you, you know, which is Kenneth why they Brana do a whole directing bunch. it. He did, yeah. I don't know if that's how you say his last name. It's, yeah, it's Bra- I'm pretty sure it is Brana. He's so, so classy. How how was um, Guy Ritchie's handling of oh, a musical along with his so action sets? So he does action so well. There were some amazing action scenes where, like, there's one scene where Aladdin gets, he's tied to a chair and he gets thrown out a window and it, like, twists in the air and kind of goes slow and you see him, like, screaming and I'm like, this is awesome action for <laughs> yeah. a Disney movie. But in the beginning, when he meets Jasmine in the marketplace and he's trying to escape with her and protect mm-hmm. her, there's like a weird, awkward part where they're singing, but I don't know, the action didn't time up with the song. So then they did that where they fast forward the body stuff. Oh, yeah. So they're like running, but like <laughs> it looks funny. And I don't know if it was on purpose. It was should have been well, done that way. Well, that's definitely Richie style. Or, but not in a like a cool sped up slow motion thing like in... um. Uh, Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes, where yeah. you, it slows it down to see something that speeds it up. No, this was like cartoony, like, <laughs> oh no, we're in the market. Let's run now. Yeah, it's very. His style is very hit and miss, that's for sure. Like, it, it works. And quirky. It yeah. works great in like Sherlock <laughs> and the Man from Uncle, but then it'll be bad, like in the Kane Arthur well, movie. Well, it's just because did. I feel like a lot of those I signature 
Guy Ritchie-isms have like a set tone. And then if that tone doesn't quite match the scene right. that they're in, it obviously will feel a little weird, but he doesn't change the tone of the of the style. No. That makes sense. But everything else was good. There was just like that one awkward scene in the marketplace. Um, there was a little it was there was a little weird part where she's singing um, her speechless song and the people are like fading away that I'm like, OK, I'm not understanding what's going on, but that's <laughs> fine. I get it. Um, so otherwise it was good. Like, I think it'll be, it's not the bomb that everybody's hoping no, for yeah. or expecting. It's not, that it seems to be a running theme. You know, yeah. everybody, everybody wants things to, to bomb, Yeah, to bomb, especially from Disney. They want Disney to fail on something, but, but then they Disney's turn not going to fail in droves on this. and <laughs> prevent yeah. that from ever happening. There was quite a few people in there at nine o'clock at night. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll see. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm definitely glad it's, it's turned out as good as it did yeah because it 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 was looking a little you know questionable yeah the pictures don't do it justice you you really have to see genie in movement for it to not be well and all of the set design and all the costumes and everything i feel like they need to be seen in motion they do they're brightly colored take it all in yeah i liked it i liked how they didn't have jasmine and a belly drift you know outfit she's always more modest but mm-hmm. still really beautiful and still oh, yeah. mo- has movement like she's not yeah. in dresses the whole time she <laughs> does have pants and i don't know little things like that i really appreciate it so no i'm i am i am looking forward to seeing it yeah um, I, oh, I think i always oh sorry last one yeah. yago he does oh, yeah. have a voice and he does speak in it but it is very parrot talk like oh not master, gilbert huh? you know like nah. <laughs> it's that parody talk it's yeah. not anything like, like squawk, gilbert squawk yeah squawks but he has a bigger vocabulary, like so he actually has more lines than you would think for just a parrot. He doesn't repeat the same things. Totally forgot about Yago, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> and he very much looks like a parrot, and you know, and Abu was really really cute, and Carpet was awesome. I mean, all the characters are there. Nice, I liked it. Hmm. All right, oh, then. and I liked how they changed this last one. They changed the Sultan <laughs> to not being like this. Short, fat, weird little. I love that one with the toys. He's my favorite. He doesn't deserve to rule a kingdom. I just want to cuddle him. That's the one thing I'll side with Jafar on. Like the Sultan's a moron. (laughs) I just want to cuddle the Sultan. But this Sultan is an older, older man who lost his wife, and now he's very fearful. He's losing his daughter, so it makes sense why he locks her up because he doesn't. They give more background than just him be like, yeah. I'll feed the parrot crackers. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that. Yeah, okay. Slapstick. He's definitely very much regal. Very I do much like how these live sultan. action things can add, even if it's just like a scene or two. I like how they can add just a little bit more to like these other like background side characters. Like in Beauty and the Beast, her dad, you know, what's her dad's name? Uh, Belle's dad is her na- is his name. Yeah, that guy. Um, you know, in the... I like how they gave him like his own short little song, and they just gave him a little bit more to do yeah. in the live action one. And I just love Calvin Klein, but yeah, I think his name starts with an M. Maurice. We'll call him, we'll yep. call him Matt. Yep. I was thank He's you. Matt to yep. me. I was like thinking about it. I'm like, no, he has a name. It's Maurice. Um, no, and then there's a really beautiful scene where Jasmine's like starting to stick up for herself in the, and she's in front of her father, and you can see that her father's then seeing her for the first time, just in his eyes, the way they kind of tear up a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's actually really, daughter. yeah, that's actually really good acting from a Disney movie. So nice, I'm excited. Yeah, um, let's move on to trailers. Yeah, well, yes. We got- a few big ones. We got dumped by trailers. We um, yeah. We've kind of been missing out on. Trailer talk. On yeah. trailer talk the past couple of weeks, it seems like. So let's start with Once Upon a Time in That's Hollywood. That's my most one. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, we got to see a lot more of the characters played by Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. They have amazing chemistry, just you can tell from the trailer. <laughs> well, so much of the talk this, this past week has been about it because it premiered at, at Cannes finally. Yep. And that was like by far the biggest event at that festival. There's like hundreds of people who were like turned away, even though they had tickets. But, you know, the whole industry has been kind of figuring out slowly just what this movie exactly is. Right. And kind of the just how much Sharon Tate, how much Manson family is in it. Yeah. Quite a bit, it looks like. Yeah. But not in direct. They're definitely periphery characters that come into their orbits. It looks like Brad Pitt might get like, you know. 
involved with the Manson family. Yeah. yeah. And it and I think through a girl. <laughs> how it, how it I hope Brad happens. Pitt doesn't end up also murdering Sharon Tate. Oh, that'd that would sad. be a twist. <laughs> well, I mean, really this is going to be, I mean, it's possible because this is all fictional. It's not going to be like oh, a yeah. retelling right. of the Manson murders. I've heard so some no people talking about, about you know, Tarantino's still kind of keeping with his whole revisionist history thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there'll be like some big shootout at the Manson or at Sharon Tate's I, home. I guess um, from what we've heard from some other early reactions, they're not giving away the ending, but I guess it is brutal. Like, Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, your Tarantino it, it shootout awesome. bloodbath finale? <laughs> yeah, it is going to be oh, brutal. give it to me. My biggest fear is that it's like, because Sharon Tate was pregnant in real life when she was murdered. I oh, hope yeah. she's not pregnant in this. I hope that's a good revisionist part. <laughs> but if she is, and then they do all that, that's, I don't, I think you can maybe go one step too far. But I Oh, definitely. But I, I feel like, I feel like Tarantino's not, he'll know when it's like just outright poor taste. Right. Like yeah. he'll he'll push yeah. it, he'll push it in a weird way. Yeah, exactly, it's like gonna in a be weird so way. over the top that you know it's like just hilarious. In a weird way, like he does know how to push things to the boundaries without it being um, distasteful to what yeah. was proper, or I guess to what history that as we know it is. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I I saw more Tarantino isms in his writing personally than in the cinematography, but I kind of like that as yeah. well. Like. It didn't feel like the usual pulp vibe that I usually get from most of his movies, but I still could feel like his mannerisms and what I love yeah. about how he treats characters and story uh, well, was just, through the yeah, writing. Yeah, I love so. the whole idea of everything because the whole movie is about like the passing of the like the Hollywood golden age into what it is now in his eyes. It's very much like a nostalgic kind of love letter to the the past of things yeah. were and how not everybody can make 60s the transition Hollywood, but also six the world mm-hmm. of the 60s in general yeah he says he deliberately designed the characters of sharon tate uh rick dalton and what's brad pitt cliff booth yeah um cliff booth. they represent like different t- stages of people in the industry where like leonardo dicaprio's character he's very much a working actor he's in it but he's kind of fading, and he's afraid that he doesn't have a place there anymore. Yeah, fading from stardom. Sharon Tate is the opposite. She's on the up and the coming. She's super huge. She has a nice house. Everything going for her. And then Brad Pitt's just kind of... <laughs> the stunt double doing yeah, his job. Yeah, he's technically in the industry. He's He works on famous movies, but he lives in like a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just kind of... I don't know. It's I'm excited to see it. Because like any Quentin Tarantino movie, the specific story is going to be hard to describe, but... Yeah. I love what I see from the character so far. I do wonder how it's going to perform, though. That's the well, thing. Like, I'm glad it's an August picture. I think it'll be yeah. great. That'll help. I think that'll, that'll help. help. Um, I think it's just great. hard to... It's kind of hard to judge well, how he, a Tarantino movie is going to perform, too, I feel like. He has his core audience, so you know there's going to be a certain level of success yeah. there. There's a core Tarantino audience, up, but, but is it going to have crossover appeal? I think so. That maybe, like, Inglorious Bastards did or mm-hmm. i think just based off Django the star power alone also. yeah Django was huge I'm yeah pretty sure Django was bigger than inglorious bastard probably eight didn't cross over no and that was different because i mean it's not one of my f- i still like it i find a lot to enjoy it in it but i think that was a christmas time movie yeah it yeah. was like three hours long it was all in that one location you know he's a great writer but that one was definitely a, a chore to get through in places right so, we'll have to see how that does in August. I think, yeah, um, but I, all the trailers have been so good, and there's just such a level of quality, and you are so sucked in by the dialogue. Like mm-hmm. I'm, and he gets these superb actors to be in it. I mean, DiCaprio. I want to watch Pitt, DiCaprio like, like embarrass himself. Both trailers now have a scene of him just like. Yeah beating himself up because he can't like do it perfectly oh, i love it, it. <laughs> makes me so sad. i love it it's, it's amazing because so you're like that's an actor playing an actor bombing as <laughs> <Yeah>. an actor <laughs> yeah. when really he's like, at the that actor is really good at playing an actor who's bad at acting <laughs> yeah it's so weird to think um well the next trailer we want to talk about real quick is terminator dark fate ah, dun, dun, dun. scary yeah so it's well i mean what can we say linda hamilton's back Thank Arnold God. Schwarzenegger was in there for a little bit. Yep. We got some scary new Terminators. It's, it's like a, a two-part thing, you know, like an extension of himself. Right. I mean, I'm going to be honest. 
I like the first two Terminator movies, but I haven't really followed. You what? I haven't really followed the series. <laughs> yeah. So, I think after that, you don't need to. Yeah. Well, I love the tagline <laughs> of this movie is literally like, uh, welcome to the day after Judgment Day. It's pretty much saying like, forget the other ones. We're sorry. Yeah, because like, <laughs> originally they're like, yeah, we're going to ignore all of those. This is just a sequel to the second one. But now they need to make it very obvious to yeah. casual fans like, no, 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 guys. We know this is like the sixth Terminator movie and the, most of them have been terrible lately, but... This one's going to be different. They're pretty yeah. much pulling a Halloween reboot. I, yeah, pretty much. I liked how you only saw Arnold Schwarzenegger for like a little bit. They're just teasing mm-hmm. him in there. Yeah, I can't imagine. He, I don't think he'll be in it for that much. I don't think so either. But I think it'll be a, a nice tasty treat for everybody when they <laughs> do see him. For the diehard fans. Yeah. yeah. A bit of fan service. There you go. No, uh, de- Definitely bringing back Linda Hamilton and highlighting her in the trailer is definitely the bigger seller than Arnold Schwarzenegger because I mean he's great as the Terminator obviously but Linda Hamilton is also what she's makes Sarah that, Connor yeah <laughs> yes yeah, as Sarah Connor she makes that those movies like terrific one and yeah. two she makes them so terrific and I, I can't wait to see her arc continue after Terminator 2 because I, I really don't know like where it could go where from there go. so I'm curious to see how her arc yeah. goes how common was it to have these established franchise was this done before force awakens where like older franchises came back but they had a story where the original characters were kind of passing the no torch. i feel like force before, awakens kind of make that like prove yeah. how lucrative that approach yeah. is i feel like before um if they did a remake it like it was truly a remake like yeah. they brought old they, they hollywood has always brought old stories into modern yeah for modern audiences or that generation's audience. Like you can just look at like star is born. They have four mm-hmm. iterations of that movie, oh, yeah. each with separate casts. I think this is very, is a very like new nostalgic thing oh, yeah. going on where we're taking old franchises with original characters and bringing them into a new modern retelling. Yeah. So Cause that- I'm, I'm trying to think of like, it's very much a thing, you yeah. know, the whole passing the torch. We were just talking about Halloween did it. You know, this movie's done it, Force Awakens did it. I wonder if it's just a... Shaft is doing it. Um, it, Yeah, if it's just a <laughs> generational Shaft. thing. Like, is it because there's so many baby boomers getting older and they... Oh, it's def- that's definitely it, part of it. I think it's... Or it's millennials that are... The technology and internet and memes yeah. has everybody realizing how nostalgic they are. Yeah. Everybody's around the same point. They're like, hey, remember these? And then... It's just a lot of things that because we're up. so fragmented culturally, we don't, we can't coalesce around yeah. the same things, mo- new modern things anymore. We have to coalesce around the old things getting remade. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that has so much more to do with this weird generation we're in than. Oh yeah. Before, but it remakes are not a new thing. It's just this is kind of a. Yeah, it's just a this approach. It's like it. a soft. Yeah. Re- it's it's almost it's like a remake and a sequel at the same time. Yep. Is is the whole goal of it and force awakens just proved how crazy people will go for that and i just that just popped into my head well terminator we'll have to see how successful that is yeah i mean i'm excited to see it i do love arnold i mean james cameron's gave it a seal of approval but he also gave genesis his seal of approval well i think he was more involved in this one for sure no i'm sure he was just i'm sure he was like they're like, just talk it up, make it make it sound good. Like it's the best one. I well, I don't know. Can Genesis, I go now? you're not going to be able to handle what we're. I, we, I need to go make Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this this surprised me yeah. quite a bit. This trailer though, because I have been feeling the stink that has come from the past couple of Terminators, but this one, its visuals look good. Um, I hope they just Linda yeah. Hamilton's coming back, which is a really nice plus. And I, hope they just I don't keep know it something this... about its tone. I I feel is gonna make a lot more sense for this franchise yeah like that whole highway bridge scene you know if you think about it the first two especially the second one there's the pretty lean movies there's like four or five big scenes yeah and they're just really good and they connect to each other you know when they get from point a to point b to point mm-hmm. c and it's just it's pretty simple but it's just that's what an action movie should be yeah exactly so hopefully they they don't try and get over overly complicated with like the the lore of the new terminators and uh, dive you know. too deeply into the time travel or yeah, have an overabundance you know, of action. Show us, even though they're action movies, but just give us they're also exactly as much as we too. need and just let the action tell the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Well, the next trailer 
that we have to talk about is something so completely different. Neither <laughs> remake nor reboot. It's an original yeah. movie? Sort no, it's based of, off a novel. It, it's based off a novel. It's based off a novel, but yeah, it's but it, not original in its context. It's uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain. And <laughs> I, I, I like didn't even know anything about this right. movie until like last well, week. I'm like, ooh, that's such a good title. I wonder what this movie yeah, is I'm about. Like, it's a artsy. talking dog movie. Yep. Plain and simple. Mila. Mila. Except this one, the owner is like a race car driver. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The this is us guy. Milo. Milo. Milo Ventim. Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. Yeah. Milo. From this is this us. This is us. This is, the, this is us, Dad. Um, it follows him and his family, and he's a race car driver, and it's narrated by their family dog. Kevin Costner. Voiced yeah. by Kevin Costner. <laughs> who has this cute little puppy with just... The grizzly old man voice. The most gravelly, just broken man voice you'll ever hear. Oh my nah, gosh. He has some white hairs. <clears throat> yeah, later, <laughs> when it makes sense that he... Lights a cigarette. <laughs> She only said that. He loves to rain on the rain. (laughs) You're not a cute little puppy. So there's not much to distinguish this other than the owner's race car driver from the other talking dog movies we've gotten. So we've gotten Dog's Purpose and now the sequel Dog's Journey coming out. Dog's Way Home. And those are from Universal's Dog's Movie Offerings. And then from Sony, we have Dog's Way Home, Mm -hmm. which follows... A puppy, Bella, who runs away uh, chasing squirrels, maybe, and then has to go on an adventure to get home. So homeward bound. Is that the one that, of. like, it's kind of like one of those Valentine's Day, love actually, big ensemble things where the dogs bring everybody together? Um, was that one of those movies? No. This one was just following Bella on her journey back home. What's the uh, what's one I'm thinking She of? made friends with some dogs, wolves. Dog show? No. Um... Dogs. Were you thinking of show dogs? Show, no, not show no, dogs. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking. Yeah, I, I would know. I would know. Show we've dog. talked about that. Um, um, no, it's I like it's like a big ensemble thing, and like there's all these different dogs, and they bring these people oh, together. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. I don't no, think. no, you're right. It was. Um, What's it called? Ah, <laughs> there's so many dog movies. Yeah, it was. Dog days. Dog, dog days. days. Thank summer. you. I knew it dog was days dog, of summer, I think. Like dog months or something. Oh my God, there's so many. Yeah. Dogs are beloved, apparently. That one doesn't have talking dogs. That's just about how their dogs like bring Love Actually different stories together. Yeah. This one, Art of Racing the Rain, is a talking dog. And well, but it's like it's, the dog's thoughts. There's like right. three different types. There's like cute dogs that they don't talk Dogs where like you hear their thoughts, and then one like show dogs where they like animate their oh, mouths God, moving. The those yeah. I'm sorry, no. I hate that. <laughs> I hate those type of movies. But so this one's interesting. I really felt like Kevin Costner's voice did not match the dog that they picked I mean, at all. Pretty phoned in. Yeah, it's so bad, it's so bad. But we'll see how how it does. Who doesn't love a good dog movie? Apparently, I haven't seen any of them. They're also not a cup of tea. Clearly, like they, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's obviously a market i guess for people i mean dog lovers probably I just don't go think see a movie it's that about as, dogs I, I, as big a market as people think it is no. i mean dogs <laughs> dogs journey um which was just that sequel to dog's purpose didn't only open to like eight million yeah it, it made 10 million less than the last one did yeah it didn't open very big and no. i don't know where you go with those like what no. do you do with a sequel <laughs> like i don't know yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll say this about the movie. Like, it is, it does look like it's shot very well. It is very pretty, at least from the trailer that we just got. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think like there is a very big market for these dog movies now that we've right. seen the how a couple of them have performed. Unless so it's Air I, Bud. I'm a little bit confused by this too. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And Kevin, maybe there's some. You guys should just watch the trailer to see how weird Kevin Costner's voice is with his dog. I dig it because it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, to it's me. hilarious. It doesn't fit. At least not when he's like a little puppy. Yeah, like a puppy, yeah. puppy. He and you see me it. out of a litter of ten. <laughs> 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 What'd you say, Kevin? <laughs> I, was, I was just in a pen. No hope for what my life would be yeah. like, and then I was saved. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, anyway. I'm sure there's some diehard like Kevin Costner fans who will. Right, I didn't take even that recognize that it was spot. his voice. It was so gravelly. I didn't even recognize <laughs> it was his voice. It took me a second too. I was like, "Who is this?" And then right. it dawned on me that was Kevin Costner. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I love this so much." 
I mean, well, take it as you will. I don't know how this is going to perform quite yet, the but only dog movie there is a market for this. That's going to do well this summer. Secret Life of Pets 2. We got a new trailer for that. <laughs> yes. It showed trailer. so much of the movie, I'm guessing. But I feel like I saw that movie now after watching this, this final trailer. It's a surprisingly trailer. good trailer. Yeah. I mean, I love the addition of Harrison Ford's farm dog character rooster like brilliant he's gonna be <laughs> so good in that and i love snowball's transformation from vengeful human killing bunny <laughs> to superhero saving fluffy bunny i love his yeah <laughs> his um transformation there i like to see that pops was still in it you just never know he was super old but i liked his witty dryness was that the is this the trailer i'm trying to remember them all now is this the trailer where He's com- pops is complaining that um he has to take care of this little puppy and the puppy's like hi I'm tiny and he's like no one cares <laughs> no this is I the saw one... it like last yesterday and I can't yeah. remember if it was from that trailer or what but no, I just laughed so hard in this that trailer they're reason. like pops are your friends gonna die and he's like don't be so dramatic but yes <laughs> <laughs> so I might like this pops character more if I end up seeing this one. I don't know why I did it in the first one, but for some reason, like, the lines he's saying, like, have been killing me so far. <laughs> right. I think it looks really good. I don't like Max as much. Max wasn't, like, a scaredy dog in the first one, so I don't know why they're making him a scaredy dog in this one now. I mean, he wasn't, I like... Mean, that... So he can be on screen with Harrison Ford. The dog didn't really have that much Ugh. character traits to begin with, so they probably were like, we need to figure this out. I don't know. Because he, he's... I mean, I... <laughs> I didn't think there was much to him where I cared. Right. right. <laughs> so maybe this is going to help. Dog character. And I just, I don't like what they're doing with Max, but I liked everybody not else. My so. Max. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not, not my, Max. well, it's definitely not my Max. He doesn't have the same voice and that, yeah, that really kills it for me. That's why they had to make him a scaredy dog. Cause his voice is so weak. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was a good thing. They switched out Louis CK with. Oh Pat yeah. I'm not... That was <laughs> much needed. They could have yeah, just got some really blame him. Yeah. I could have got somebody but, with a better, more Louis C.K. voice. I like Patton Oswalt. Whatever, Me too, I, I like that he still gets to have work like this. So it's it's fine for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. It doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. But I, I don't know. Maybe I, there'll be other people who disagree. If, I think if I was programming trailers, I use I always say pick the latest trailer. But this trailer shows so much of the movie. I don't know if you want this one, <laughs> but. It did feel like a pretty long trailer, it was lo- I will say. Well, it started out, I think, with a different tone. And then this music comes well, that's in. That's what I'm and- saying. Yeah, it got surprisingly like sincere. Like yeah. It wasn't trying to be like cute or funny. It was just like almost like inspirational. Like, whoa. Right? We're all afraid of something in life. But we <laughs> just got to overcome our fears and triumph. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. So, Secret Life of Pets 2. I'm still really excited. There is a Fandango fan event this weekend in select theaters. I think they chose like the top 500 locations in the country or thereabouts, you know, and they kind of go with regions and Mm -hmm. stuff too. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm going to be actually going and seeing that on Saturday. All right. At our local. Give us that early feedback. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to take some my kids. I'm going to take some friends' kids. We're we're just all going. It's going to be great. That'll be fun. So, yeah. I'm not going to let this trailer taint my view on it. I still really liked the first Secret Life of Pets, so I'm excited to see all the characters. Mm. Um, and then the final one is Toy Story. We have yeah, some time. Let's talk about that final Toy Story trailer. trailer. Decided to go the route of lighthearted, the, more of the humor instead of like the mm-hmm. existential <laughs> like dread of the first one. Very unfortunate because that's hilarious. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I love my Toy Story. I need that existential <laughs> crisis. But... Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, it's a lot more like, like I said, lighthearted. It just it kind of shows more of the adventure instead of the the emotions behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This it, was, it seemed kind of soon after the first trailer, but uh, this one's I'm coming around the corner. It's that's uh, true. It's yeah, coming the movie out is. the twenty first of twenty first of June. Whew. So yeah, this We're is about right away. to have a final trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. It's definitely a trailer full of hijinks that's aimed more towards kids, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think, yeah. um, but like, I think adults at this point know, like with Pixar, like you can kind of trust them on having more adult. Oh yeah, well I think stories, that was very. So I don't think there's that, much concern about oh, like really highlighting that, is, and they already did that in the last trailer. Like I was kind of, I was so. kind of joking, but it's serious too. Like most of the the older, because Toy Story has always appealed to 
excuse me, little kids and older people. Yeah. So I think that first trailer was like putting the concerns of the older crowd at rest. Like, yeah. don't worry, guys. We know Toy Story 3 was like the perfect ending, but we found a good reason to make this one. Here's what it's about. It's it's deep. And, the- and then this trailer is <laughs> like, but it's also going to be silly and fun. So I don't know. In the first um, five, ten minutes of the movie with, that we saw at CinemaCon, it starts out where like they're in bonnie's bedroom Mm -hmm. and they're getting ready to play and she comes in and they're all the toys are in the closet right because she puts her toys away at night and it's like a daily thing where she goes and picks the toys she wants to play with that day and woody hasn't been picked in a while and yeah he gets his head stomped in in his trailer (laughs) like nobody in that house really cares about woody no and so you already, from the first 10 minutes of the movie, know that Woody's not, like, is in a, a weird place that he's never been in before because mm-hmm. he was always Andy's toy. And then these toys remind him they're Bonnie's toys now oh, yeah. because he can't give up the control because Woody's kind of control <laughs> Such, such a crazy, like, the Toy Story series to me is so, so confusing. It's amazing. It's probably my, one of my favorite series right. ever. But, like, the the emotions and the themes and the 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 ideas it's tackling to mm-hmm. me are so directly tied to the concept of being a toy. You know, it's like you can't really extend that to the real world. At least I haven't been able to yet. But somehow it still like affects you when it gets to you. Right. Like maybe our relationship to our toys as kids really is just that strong. Maybe. But like, I think it, like how are we connecting with right. the with the idea? with the mental struggle of a toy wondering if he should stick around for his owner or not. Oh, like, I think it's, like what's the it's real about world translation useful of and per- having purpose. It's, do I have purpose in the situation? Am I, am I something that is helping? Am I something that is useful? I think we all worry and struggle yeah. with what our purpose is. Yeah. And it's I think, very human. And I think as you get older, you wonder because it changes. Like we're all toys. We're everybody's toys. Well, you know, you become your you become this <laughs> no. person. Everything to your children, and then as they leave, or your parents, mm-hmm. or your family, and then as that dynamic changes and grows, how, where is your place? Like I think a lot of people have a hard time with that transition when the kids leave the house, or they retire from mm-hmm. work, or they're getting to that age where that's a good point. You know, where even even work stuff where they could still have knowledge and be useful, but technology has changed it so much. Where where do you fit in that structure when you don't can't keep up with the technology? So I think there's on lots of levels, this idea of what, what am I here for? What is fulfilling to me and how, and what is my purpose? And Woody does why Toy Story is so great. And Woody doesn't have a purpose (laughs) in the beginning. And that's, tough and i think that's why bo peep is like there's a life outside of being somebody's toy what is that life like he might finally have to choose himself is there a life outside of your children is there a life outside of your work i mean we all come Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. well said so you get all of that from the toy series but you claim (laughs) to not like it no i don't like it it's not from me it's just not but that being said i don't see the connection (laughs) no it's not it's not that i just it's I like the themes that they touch on. Yes. I just the powerful stories about ap- life and growing up. I just don't appreciate the vehicle to which those themes are explored. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the vehicle. Yeah. Toys? I just I don't love Woody. He's annoying to me. Woody Pride. He... <laughs> What'd you say? That's his Woody... name. His full name is Woody Pride. I just No, and... it's not. Yes, it is. it is. Look, you can Google it right now. Google Woody's last name is Pride. How have I never known about this? I only just know him as Woody. I know. Woody Pride. Woody Sheriff Woody. No. Woody Sheriff Pride. Woody Pride. Oh yeah, Sheriff <laughs> Woody Pride. Okay, I see it now. Wow, I didn't I never knew that. Yeah. What's is it what's the hit um Sally or Sarah, Jesse's What's oh, Jessie? Jessie, I have no idea what her last name is. Oh. I'll look it up. Does she have <laughs> See, one? See, I haven't really thought of, do all the toys have last names? I mean, apparently. Uh, I don't it doesn't look like do. Jessie does, but. <laughs> She's uh, just sidekick Jessie. Yeah, had no idea. I had was, no idea it had a last name. Yeah. So, but, I mean, with Cody saying that, though, it gives me more confidence in Toy Story 4, because I thought it had a great conclusion at 3, but. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm excited. That, it I makes think me more very confident that they could legitimate pull off topic. this one too. It's a very genuine, legitimate topic that they should explore. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's been long enough. Sure, 
Sure. And that animation just looks so good. It does. I will <laughs> oh give God. it that. The yeah. animation looks amazing. And like the porcelain on Bo Peep's face mm-hmm. just looks impeccable. It's, like, it's so just amazing. crazy how different it is now as compared to the first like one. the first <laughs> one and two. 98? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Because oh, she just looked like she was glass and this one is porcelain. Mm-hmm. That's 20 years. Yeah. 21 oh, years ago. Yeah. Still first one it. or the second one was I think 2000 maybe 99 yeah something like that I remember that seeing the second one in theaters I think I remember seeing the first one in theaters I think I remember the scene where like Sid lifts up the milk crate but Woody's like bracing himself yeah on it. I'm pretty sure I distinctly remember that in theaters because <laughs> you were like no no Woody why was you gonna get out of this and meanwhile Cody's like good Good. No, I'm not cruel. I, hope I she just blasts him away on a rock. It just it was the age I was at. I didn't. I didn't connect. That's why you got to go back now that you're older. You're wiser. Oh, I've tried because I was like, oh, maybe my kids will like. Don't watch them story. with your kids. They don't matter right now. <laughs> Forget them right now. Yeah. They, 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 they don't matter right now. Just sit down and make a thing of it. Just watch it. Toy Story one's like 80 minutes long. Oh, it'll I know. be over I've instantly. Seen it a bunch of times. It's not like I've not seen these. I just Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> I don't know. I just love Toy Story. Were there? I think that was the last trailer, right? It yeah, was. that was that was all of them. There was yeah. um, a Downton the Abbey ones. one, but that's kind of boring. Yeah, I don't unless really know you see the about t- Downton Abbey. Uh, yeah, unless you watch the yeah. TV show, and <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, I don't know any of their names. Very gilded and well, yeah, we English. already saw we already saw Booksmart and Aladdin, so hopefully one of us or multiple can see Brightburn. Well, I'll be seeing Secret Life of Pets Fandango event. Yep. So I'm going to that this weekend. I would lo- really like to see Booksmart, though. Yeah, Booksmart's good. It's really good. Highly and recommend maybe it. John Wick 3. I'd yeah. like to see that in the theater. Highly recommend that one, Make too. it a double feature. Make it a triple feature. <laughs> Secret Life of Pets and John Wick. Okay. And Booksmart. Very Booksmart. different. Yeah. <laughs> Just spend my whole day at the theater. Yeah. <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night. As you should. <laughs> Body oh. breaks in between. Live off popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think we have a, anything no. else. Yeah, that wraps up. Well, it's Memorial Weekend, guys. Aladdin's going to be the oh, yeah. number one film. Yeah, Family probably. friendly. But it, Memorial Weekend's hit or miss. If, if it's yeah, going to be, it it's be. all weather related. If it's going to be nice weather in some areas, it's... Families are going to yeah. take the kids to the water parks. They yeah. want to coop them up in the movie theater. Nope. Yeah, no They want to be outside in the yard. It's not going to be nice here, though. So <laughs> no. we're, we're all going to the movie. We're all every like, every day this week is like... <gasps> It's starting out night. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no! We're still in like fifty degree rain. It's ne- spring is never coming here. <laughs> One of these days, the sun will come. Yeah. <laughs> what? So have a good weekend. Um, check out Silver Screen Insider to get all your latest graphics trailers. We can go watch that Racing in the Rain trailer and make fun of it like we have <laughs> in the office. Um, also, I wanted to let everybody know that. Uh, we are currently working on some revamping of the SSI site. Ooh. So keep a lookout for those changes. We're going to add features. We're going to kind of like reorder the page. Just just give it a little facelift. You're going to love it. I think you're going to really love it. But yeah, we got some we got some good plans lined up for yeah. that. I'm really looking forward to it all finally coming together. Don't panic, but they're going to be good changes. Yeah, we promise. So keep on lookout it's gonna be another couple months but i just want to get the word out that that's coming down the pipeline yeah and we're really excited for that too so hopefully you'll be excited with us i I hope you will um so have a good memorial weekend everyone take it easy